0: Hey, HBs! You're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends read romance novels and bask in the talent, depth, drive, and devotion of mostly female creators, while also not taking ourselves too seriously. Before we get started, we have a Patreon shout-out. This one goes out to Monica M., and we're still knee-deep in the fearsome critters of lumberjack lore. Monica you are a Gloacus, or Northern Devil Cat, a fearsome critter who makes an impact on everyone you come in contact with. You are a combination of a lion, bear, and a panther, known for its bone rattling screech, and, of course, your graceful courage. You have eyes that glow like embers, and your gaze is so intense that a lumberjack cannot look into your eyes without forgetting their own name yeah that definitely sounds like you lady get it all right and now we are going to just go right in to Haven by Rebecca Weatherspoon because I cannot wait any longer hooray
1: Hi, Aaron. Hello, Melody. How are you? Doing great. How are you? I'm pretty darn good.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty darn good. I have a new good. obsession. What? What is it? Oh, it's is this it a food? trashy American TV show
1: called yes. Paradise Hotel. Paradise Hotel. Oh, yeah. is that the one that the previews look exactly like Jane the Virgin, only drama? No, it's a reality show. Oh, then never mind. There's some kind of new, like, drama show that is about a hotel, and it's very, like, first two episodes of Jane the Virgin. It's, like, Whoa. rich family owns the hotel, like, body Somebody shows up, covering it up. Yeah, yes, Exactly. <laughs> No, no. No one's insane. <laughs> but, like the whole thing of like family owned hotel and like yeah. there's one class and then a lower class and then they're like a body and like all that. And I'm like you just ripped this off of episode 1 of Jane the Virgin. But anyway, yeah. back to the thing that you were talking about that I interrupted. Oh, right, my thing.
0: Oh uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry.
1: Your thing. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay. No, so I you know how much I loved Love Island. Yes. Right? Yes. So This, you have to, like, you have to get your mind wrapped around going for, like, a downgraded version, right? Uh It's basically the same thing, except with really, really stupid Americans. Yes. And there's no accents to make you think they're, like, smarter or funnier (laughs) or, you know what I
1: mean? Yeah.
0: Like, they're all just real dumb Americans. Uh But, oh, boy, it is delish watching a bunch of super hot, super dumb dumbs just try to strategize. About things. So what happens? They just lock them in the hotel or what? Yeah. So 11 sexy singles show up on day one. And then you have to... What is the phrasing? It's like, you have to pair up. Otherwise, you check out. Die.
1: (laughs) No, you just leave leave
0: the hotel. You just get... Yeah, you just have to fuck off. Yeah. So it's really fun. That's been my new obsession lately. Because I think it's on like three or four nights a week because yes. also i don't do any of network fox i don't do any of the the twitter like the way you, you said know. fox vote. was
1: like of course fox like why <laughs> <laughs> sorry
0: you no, don't no, do have the fine.
1: tweets you don't have i the- don't
0: yeah but apparently like america can decide things if you oh. vote for stuff and like who oh, should go in i love in, it when america decides out. Oh man, right? We we make the best decisions. Yes. Yeah. There's one guy who is like so obviously the snake. Yes. He is such a snake. Yes. And nobody has noticed. It's really amazing.
1: Is he hot at all? Yeah. Because I want you to know I'm coming off of a Game of Thrones Patreon episode in which I said <laughs> Littlefinger could get it.
0: <laughs> and it's been
1: eating me alive ever since. As it should. As it should. I think I learned something about myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, you know what? Here's the thing. I think the reason, the actual reason I don't like him, because I haven't liked him from day one, Mm -hmm. is that his name is Carlos and he always refers to himself as puppy Sasson. And it's and I'm just like a third person and third person nickname.
1: Say it again with full shoulders.
0: My white girl's soul shoulders? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Papi sasone <laughs> I basically just did a merengue in front of Aaron, Yeah. And I'm just like, get out of this third person situation, you know? Yeah,
1: that's not. Just stop
0: it. Like no. DJ Khaled, we know your name.
1: Yeah. You know? Well, and we know a lot of other shit about Wait. you, DJ Khaled. And we yeah. are not about it.
0: No. DJ Khaled <laughs> cannot get it. No. You know Can't what I mean? Can't get it.
1: Because there get are it. things that he won't get, and so That's now he right. can't get it. <laughs> uh, your white yeah. girl shoulders reminded me of something that I want to talk to mm. you about, IRL. This is an IRL mm. conversation. David, is it and I an IRL conversation I have to edit out? No, this. I just want to let you okay. know, listener, I mean, okay. all of our conversations are IRL, but this is like actually real-life conversation. Mm. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. David and I have chosen. We're not going to go back on it. But we have chosen a Spanish language song for our first dance. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, us both being white, mm. how much do you think that this will freak out the wedding guests as far as, like, turning to your neighbor and being like, is he Latin in some sort of way? <laughs> or like, is Aaron from... You know, like, people who don't know both of us being like... Was Aaron like born in Colombia or something? We don't know. Like, well, do you think it's going to confuse and dismay everyone? Or you think mm. it's going to be okay?
0: You know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> so here's the thing. I think you need to remember that I don't know both of you. Right. I've never met David, right? Right.
1: So if the music I only began, know you. would you turn to the person next to you and be like, is <laughs> David like Mexican and I don't know him? Well, it? no. Or, like, because A, a
0: there's not a single way that David has any kind of, non white heritage. I know. He, B, but he has dark hair. I don't know. I <laughs> I'm just saying I feel like it will be perplexing. But no, anyway, no, no. But B, you've told me that you guys basically he like has a deep, deep, unironic love for Latin pop songs. Love so, like, Latin pop songs. Yeah, like no that like <laughs> 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 I mean like if you had a uh, Dia de los Muertos theme, yeah, yes, that would be everyone wrong would be super yes confused yeah. and that would be upsetting
1: for everyone yes yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 if i were to like but, paint my face like a like a sugar skull and be like this oh, is my wedding theme i think that would be very upsetting for
0: yeah like let's not you know every, everyone yeah but
1: it's just a song we both like so i think it's okay
0: and as I, long as there is corazón and mm. a more and stuff. definitely more. Like, I don't know that the word Corazon is said in the song. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll think that the love is in your heart parts either way.
1: <laughs> I'll send it I'm to not you good after uh, this for you to listen oh, to. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. Listener, if you are personally mm. offended by David and I's choice of a Latin pop song for our first <laughs> dance, uh, please send us an email. I don't think we're going to change it, but I would like to know if people are going to be personally offended by it <laughs> just so I can brace myself. Okay. Mm. Should we talk about? the book? Are you ready? I'm ready. Did you love it? I think so. I loved it. I knew you would. I loved it. Here's the thing. I I objectively understand that this was a very good book and it was also objectively very sexy and very well written. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. It's a very good book. I don't know that it was for me. No, it's not for you. No. no. <laughs> but I I can appreciate that it was a good book and I I, I definitely Cared about the characters. I definitely mm-hmm. like the heat level is off the chain. It worked for me, but I don't know mm-hmm. that it was for me. I'm like a no, lot of different levels. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Not my favorite book, but a very good book. But who dangy? What a good book. <laughs> who dangy? You know?
0: who dangy? Okay. So, listener, we are, we are going to be recapping Haven by Rebecca Weatherspoon. Now,
1: I have to tell you something. I also have a signed read... copy of this book from The Ripped Bodice. What? Yeah, yeah, this was going. the
0: book you got? Amazing. One of them, yeah. Yeah. So I read Rafe, like, basically when it came out. That's one of her buff male nanny series. Because, mm-hmm. can I just say, Rebecca Weatherspoon, you hey girl. absolute treasure.
1: <laughs> you, you slayed
0: this. Goddess from top to bottom, yes. you know? And, like, all the way around, all the ways, all of them. <laughs> um. But... Her series taglines are wonderful. This one is Beards and Bondage. Like, yes, please. I like that it just tells you
1: what it's gonna be. Thank you, sir. May I have another? Yes. You know? It's not like and then the Crimson Moon series. It's like, well, no. wow. What, what is that? You know what exactly it about. what you're getting. Beards oh. bondage. <laughs> <laughs> if there really is a Crimson Moon series, I'm not making fun of it. It's just what came to mind and I have no idea if it's real. Okay.
0: Yeah, and like if it's a cool paranormal thing, I'm probably going to get a good idea. Yeah, I'm sure it's a
1: great series if it exists. (laughs) Okay, yeah, moving on.
0: Yeah, and then the other one is the Buff Male Nanny series.
1: Just like everything. What you're getting. Cat, nip, give it to
0: me. (laughs) So, yeah, this thing though was wonderful. And it it comes out swinging in like two polar opposite ways. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. swinging okay yes. should we just get into it yes okay okay so the very first chapter is uh, our boy his name is
1: shep shepherd did you have it written on your hand no no i have a piece of clementine on my hand and i was inspecting oh. it to make sure it wasn't paper <laughs> she- <laughs> <laughs> if it was paper would you have eaten it uh, maybe <laughs> that's, that's a call back to episode like two when melanie yeah, that paper was- a Scott ties a knot or something.
0: When a, uh, I thought a bagel was tricked the Courtney
1: me. Courtney It doesn't matter. But Melody ate it it paper. was very funny.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Shep is uh, back from a week long pilgrimage down to L.A. and he's texting. He's like, "My girl, our session isn't going to be over until I text her." And so uh-huh. he's like, "Are you in bed? Are you are you getting all tucked in?" And she's like, "Yeah, Shep, I miss you already," and. Uh, it is so excellent. And so then, and then he gets another text from a... D- I'm
1: sorry, you guys. I can't. I tried to pull it together. You
0: guys, I during,
1: just- the, during the Game of Thrones episode, Cole taught me how to mute my microphone to cough. And I did it. I did it. There you go, Melanie. She did it. You and did I got it.
0: so excited that I tried to do a happy dance while also talking. And then she I got so excited that I was just i was just completely sidetracked so
1: it's a huge fucking button on the front it's the only button on the microphone and it says mute it's literally the only button <laughs> all right so you guys going.
0: i didn't have to edit out a cough just now and i cannot tell you how much i am just bursting with joy okay <sighs> now then he gets another text from like my- he's like oh it's marco's and I'm about to put our girl to bed and he gets a picture of her like splayed out in the bed with with marks on her inner thighs and all the goodness. And, and they are like, it's a straight up picture.
1: labia. Labia no, marks. That's the next
0: picture. <laughs> no, no, no. Not labia marks. No. Yeah, I thought I thought it said pussy lips. He yeah. He said <laughs> marks on her inner thighs and then like bright red pussy lips because sure. they okay, had been yeah. a doing it so much. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Also sounds uncomfortable, but seems to work for them. So then he gets a picture of Marco's like just about to lick or clit. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Good thing I'm not the jealous type. Like, have fun, kids. Yeah. And uh,
1: what a selfie game does Marco have that he's able to take I, a selfie uh, of just about to like lick the nether regions of a lady. Like, I know. What a selfie.
0: We really need to brush up on our skills, I think. I you will know?
1: never take that kind of <laughs> selfie. However, <laughs> you know what, Marco? More power to you.
0: That's right. Do it. Woo. So, and that, you guys, that's the first taste we get. But that moment when he looks at the picture and is just about to start jerking off is when he hears the screams. (sighs) It literally says, and that's when I heard the screaming. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is serious business up in here. Somebody's pounding on his door. Somebody's like, help me, help me. Please let me in. And so he goes to the door and he grabs his shotgun, which is always loaded because he is mountain man. Yes. And his dog is going crazy. And he opens up the door and this woman falls into his arms and she's like all fucked up. She's super bloody. It is a mess. And she's like, he's trying to kill me. He's chasing me. And then she falls like on the floor. Then out of the tree line comes a deranged man covered in blood with a knife. And the guy is like, oh, looks like our our little game has come to an end. She found civilization. And Shep's like, do not move another inch or I will shoot you. And then he's like, we can share her. Yeah. And Shep's like, uh, no, don't move or I'll shoot you. And then guys, guess what? He moves. Mm-hmm. He comes closer. So yeah. Shep has no, he has no choice, no choice but to, but shoot, to him. shoot him. Right in the, just center mass with a nope. shotgun. First, he misses. He
1: oh, misses yeah. the first time. But then he, he shoots him. <sighs> Bing, boom, bong. I knew it. This what, yep. this didn't start out great for me. I was like, <laughs> oh, womp, womp. I, listen, I, this is my problem. It is my, it is my problem. But yeah. I just feel like... <sighs> This is not how this happens, IRL, and it's so super rare that you get, like, a deranged serial killer in a national Mm -hmm. park. I think maybe, like, I don't know, five times in history, or, like, somebody who's, like, chasing a woman with a knife, who's, like, playing a game with her of, like, I'm going to let you run, and then I'm going to catch you. There's been exactly one of those. Um, Right. I don't know. What, What I wished it was, because... How this usually plays out if a woman mm-hmm. is banging on your door in the middle of the night and she's being chased by somebody,
0: mm-hmm. is she
1: comes in, the guy's behind her and is like, hey, listen, that's my she's girlfriend. Nuts. She's yep. off her rocker. Like, I was trying to subdue. She's not on her meds. I'm trying to yep. subdue her. That's how she got cut. Like, don't worry yep. about it, man. And then you really have to make a decision of who's telling the truth here. And Well, I wish and a lot was- of times one male defers to the other. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's how it usually ends up in my area of. <laughs> right. But like, it's, I, that, that's fine. It's fine. It's not about that. It's not a book about that. It's, it's a me problem. It's not a, it's not a Rebecca Weatherspoon problem. Yeah. I just, I, I wished it was a little less like deranged serial killer because it's just, it doesn't happen. And that bothered me. But boy, was it cinematic. It was great. You know, what I'm I mean? sorry. It was great. It was great. This is a problem I personally have. yeah and
0: that's fine saying you're a person with with serious law enforcement like not only background but it's like i don't know 80 hours out of your week (laughs) Well,
1: i just yeah and and the thing is like this this first chapter i was like oh no this is not going to be like nuanced in the least this is going to be a very Mm -hmm. like black and white and i was completely wrong but just so you know at the end of this chapter and the end of like probably the third chapter i was like Mm -hmm. Wolf, this is going to be a slog. And I was real wrong about it. So
0: yeah, the one thing that I did really like about it is that for most of the rest of the book, there isn't a lot of logistical bullshit as far as law enforcement is concerned. Uh -uh. It's just dealing with the trauma. Like it's the emotional rebuilding rather than... The rest of it, so it's it's really nice. But I had the same worry. I was
1: just like, oh no, we're not going to have to like watch a trial I mean, you or what? maybe that's why it happened like this. So we don't have to watch a freaking trial and a full scale FBI investigation.
0: Yeah, th- I didn't really a want jurisdictional nuance. war
1: between the state and the feds and the br- 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 and what's his yeah. face getting investigated and blah blah blah. You know, maybe that's the best choice for the book. Actually, probably it is. So it no don't it definitely is. Don't, don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> listen to a different podcast. Don't do that. Listen to this one, but like not me. Just Mel. Mm. <laughs> that <laughs> really, really pleased really well Melody. Well you should have seen her. She got like three inches <laughs> no. taller in her chair. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, that well. was really confusing.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I was like, don't listen to me. And then I was like, listen to a different podcast. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Don't. No, they can also listen to crime podcasts. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this is not a crime podcast, no, right? Nor is this no. a crime book. Not a crime book. Not a crime book. Just it's includes a crime. A crime. <laughs> it's yeah. just a crime. <laughs> okay. All right. So he's like, oh, my God. She's bleeding from all the places. I have ah, to get her to the ER ASAP. He's like way the fuck up on a mountain. Mm-hmm. Like I imagine him to be. I imagine his house is a lot like my my house growing up in Oregon where like the nearest ER was between 45 minutes and an hour away mm-hmm. over a, like a winding, winding road. Mm hmm. So, yeah, he's, like, trying to get her there as soon as possible because you don't wait for an ambulance in that scenario. Right. He's motoring. He's doing it. (laughs) He's taking her down. He's trying to keep her conscious because she's sort of fading in and out. And so he asks her name. He finds out that her brother was with him, and her brother told her to run, and she listened, and she's already feeling terrible about Uh that. And he's, like, trying to reassure her. So he gets her down to the ER, and they start taking care of her they do all the things they um they get him I don't know there's a bunch of like there's a bunch of stuff that just like happens in the first three chapters that's very logistical it's like very. we're doing surgery on her now you're waiting yes. in the waiting room yes oh he also on the way to the hospital he has a oh man I don't know why you guys I find out a lot about myself in these books and in this case I don't know why but such a big turn on for me. <laughs> Was him having a CB radio? I don't really? know why. I have no <laughs> idea. But the moment Rebecca Weatherspoon was like, he pulled out a CB radio. I was just like, oh,
1: Melody's <laughs> kink is CB radios. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, it's dukes Duley. that tell you to tell them, call them by their first name, as CB radios. You know what? In this case, no I think it's limits. Just like it's like a. <laughs> It's like a
0: competence boner. You know what I mean? Like he is just he can taking care of business. <laughs> he he can talk to any authority he wants to. And right now he's telling everybody to go find her brother. How hot is that? It, just th- like, I mean yes,
1: that's that's hot. Yeah. I
0: don't know. It's a competence boner <laughs> thing. I, I don't know. It was a weird thing. Oh my gosh. And in the car, he asks if she wants him to hold her hand. And she doesn't like say anything. She just reaches for him. And it's one of the sweetest things in the whole wide world. Uh So after the surgery, he goes to her room and he asks about her brother again. Uh, Or she asks him and he says that he hasn't heard, but he's going to stay with her until she falls asleep. And oh, there's two. These two already. Yeah. Yeah. So chapter two is the sheriff interviewing him. He's got to go do that whole thing. He can't go back to his house because it is now a crime scene. There is a dead body in his front lawn. Okay, wait. His poor dog is
1: in the bathroom. Sorry, go. Interviews. Listen, hey, bing, boom. boom. Oh, this is a terrible interview. <laughs> For, yeah, th- these sheriffs and the FBI agents. Like, I do not where know where they went to, like interviewing or interrogation. I don't know. Mm. It's bad. But that's not that's that's not anybody's fault. That's their fault. Bad sheriff. It is. But like he walks in and he's like, "Do I need a lawyer?" And they're like, "I don't know, do you want one?" And he's like, "Well, I didn't do anything wrong, so I guess I don't need a lawyer." Bing bong bong. You need a lawyer. You can't just Bing, go boom, in bong. there and clear the whole thing up. You can't handle that shit. It
0: don't doesn't do make it. you look guilty you to a have a
1: lawyer. <laughs> Google up a comedy routine by Tom Segura called The First 48. You can't handle that shit. Don't talk to the cops. You're going to do 25 to life. That's what's yeah. just like taking that comedy it's bit. It's true. It's true. doesn't matter true. if you didn't do anything wrong. Shep, get a lawyer.
0: Also, just get yourself a
1: lawyer. The FBI agents are like routinely referred to as like total dicks throughout the whole second and third chapter. <laughs> I knew that was going to go. you. Tell me one thing they did <laughs> that made them total dicks. Like, I dare you. Oh, I will. Are you yeah. ready? Yeah.
0: They didn't tell him that, that he could go see her. Of
1: course he can't go see her. Still? He just murdered somebody. That's a huge investigation. There's been no, a double knew. homicide. They knew he didn't do anything bad. You can't just say, them. I don't know. People who are involved in investigations can't hang out together in the hospital and like fucking hold each other and shit. You
0: wait. No, no, no. Not then. I'm talking about when they were done with their investigation and leaving town. Yeah. They didn't tell him that she was being discharged. Why should they? So that they? he could go see her. What? That's not their job. Yeah, but they knew. You know what I mean? They knew. What,
1: that he wanted to go see her? That they were, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's the responsibility yeah. of an FBI agent <laughs> to inform the guy who has a crush on the victim in the case who just murdered her assailant that she's being discharged if he wants to go down there and say, hey. I mean, are you being a pal or are you being a dick? You're being an FBI agent. (laughs) You're just doing your job. They just want to get home to not bumfuckville, California. Erin, that was not one of the options. (laughs) I said, are you being a pal or are you being a dick? You're being a pal to your friends and family back home who you want to get home to post haste.
0: As if
1: a one sentence,
0: hey, she's out. Would have like taken them a bunch of they time. They don't want him to go contact her. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? I know. It's witnesses they're dicks.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're no, two I know. witnesses to their brand new, like, multiple homicide serial killer case. They don't want those two together in any yeah. capacity.
0: Honestly, what is uh, the only thing they did that was dickish was ask them not to speak to each other while the investigation was ongoing. It's not dickish, check out his truck. Not like Danish. take physical evidence from his truck a man <laughs> and then cleaned it up like yeah. he and Mabel yeah, took if out anyone the did a dick and cleaned thing, up his truck it's this guy yeah. for
1: cleaning the blood out of his truck no i know yeah
0: no i know i just find it hilarious oh, and i need God. to troll you on all things law enforcement
1: <laughs> if this went so, to trial and they were like living together and smooching every day and like he rushed to the hospital as soon the investigation was closed that was one would 100% come up 100% yeah, that's that.
0: reasonable doubt for their narrative It's like they're covering
1: for each other. Yeah. All
0: right. Moving on. Yeah. No, I know things about, you know, reasonable doubt and shit. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Look exactly. at me. There
1: you go. That's right. These FBI agents aren't dicks. They're not dicks. All right. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So they're like, you can go pack a bag because you have to stay with your neighbors. The neighbors are Maybell and Jad. They are old AF. They've been they've known him since he was a tyke and they're basically like second like father and mother to him or yes. they're, they're like aunties and uncles anyway oh when he goes to the hospital he runs into sarah his ex hey we sarah we don't know a lot about sarah sup girl hey sarah yeah i'm pretty mad at you but she's like he's like i didn't know you were back in town and she's like i am so yeah there's that
1: and he's like I mean, like bird chirp hashtag yeah like a little bit of justice for sarah like a like a little no. bit no not know, even close. like i'll get there but like just a smidgen like i am not like i'm not, no. like, I'm not full on not. i'm not pro sarah mm. i just
0: feel like a little bit of justice for sarah not just even like,
1: not a tiny like bit like a kernel just like not even close like a salt grain of
0: justice no i won't even give you a grain
1: of sand all right a fucking lootly not salt grains are smaller are that's fine i don't know let us know, Emcee. What's smaller, Not a grain of sand or a grain an, of salt?
0: Not an Send electron. Us an email, Natalie. What of? Uh, I said not an electron of electron. justice for Yeah, yeah. Tell me something that's smaller than electron. That's There's not getting into smaller. quantum mechanics. I don't want to talk about quarks. I don't want to do quarks. that. Quarks.
1: We don't know what Quacks we're talking about. Are smaller <laughs> than that.
0: <laughs> anyway. Okay. We need to focus.
1: Focus. So.
0: Um. alright so they chat he visits her and she's like we were getting quality time he just um graduated from Stanford and he wanted or he just finished up his residency doesn't fucking matter they were going camping as a brother sister duo because they don't have their parents anymore either and then they got attacked by these crazy pants and he tells her that her his grandfather always used to say to try to think of a way it could have been worse and she's yeah. like Hardy har, did you forget the part where Everyone my brother Everyone I love murdered. is dead. <laughs> yeah. And he says, I mean, this would have made me laugh too. He says, it would have been worse if they were clowns.
1: Which, I don't <laughs> I mean, this kind of spoke to me. Didn't it? When I had my, like, thing that we thought was a stroke, and I was, like, in the hospital, uh-huh. and, like, David couldn't get there for some amount of time, and they still hadn't ruled out a stroke, but I was, like, done mm-hmm. stroking at that point. Right. And I'm like laying in the hospital bed and he comes in and he kneels down beside me, takes mm-hmm. my hand, and yeah. he said, What's your life insurance situation? Like have you switched <laughs> that over to me yet, or is that still your parents?
0: <laughs> David is so funny. Isn't that sweet? Yep. Anyway. Yeah, clowns, then that he was says- funny. Yeah, Mm. so then the laughter turns into super cathartic tears, and then Mm. he said, this might be a podcast where I just read you the whole book, because I have so many quotes that I pulled. I have to. This one is, I know we just met, but do you want me to hold you? I'll do it happily. I'm only asking because I want it to be your choice. I figure you might do with some comforting. And then she says, please, and he gets into the bed and pulls her onto his lap. Mm -hmm. And then they fall asleep, you guys. They Mm -hmm. fall asleep.
1: And then they are waken- woken up. And then by those super righteous dick-ish FBI, FBI agents being like, I'm sorry, they're in. in the room together to the orderly. And the <laughs> orderly's like, What? I don't understand anything. And they're like, You run a room no, it's tight actually a fucking cop. ship around here. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Even it's worse. Actually a cop yeah, guarding it's the worse, door. I yeah. know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. And then they're rudely awakened and he's pulled out of the room.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I'm sorry, you want to do what? You want to interview me? Like, why, why would you do that? Why? Like, yeah, dude. You murdered a man. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, you gotta, we gotta interview you, man. So they do. It's, like, not a thing. No, it's
1: not important. You know.
0: Yeah, he leaves in a huff. They, they spend three days apart because he can't talk to anybody. He's at Maybell and Jad's house. And then, three days later, they go down to
1: town. Mm-hmm. They find out that FBI investigation's pretty much over. And I should say, these guys that killed her and her brother have also killed people in multiple states. They're serial killers going across the nation. So if anyone's wondering jurisdictionally how this is working, that's how. Oh, I'm sure everybody was. That was for Blair? (laughs) There are a few people out there that were wondering, I know it. No, I know.
0: I know, I'm sure sure Kelly wondered too. Yeah. So he goes back to the hospital to see her and he finds out that she has checked out And like the FBI immediately drove her to the airport. Yes.
1: Dicks. Smart.
0: And (laughs) so Sarah, his ex, is like, she left a letter for you. She is not okay. She's physically fine, but she's obviously not okay. Like whatever she asks you to do in the letter, you do it. And he's really excited to open this letter. But then he's totally deflated because it's this really sweet, you know, hurting, rambly letter about how she's going to cope and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he reads it like four times at the end of this chapter. It says her number doesn't magically appear. There isn't an email address or a website. No breadcrumbs to her cottage in the woods or her loft in the city. Sarah's right about a lot of things when it comes to me, but she doesn't know Claudia Cade. She's a fighter. She doesn't need me at all. She will be just fine.
1: Ooh. But she does need him, you guys. She
0: does. You guys. She, does. she needs him and she needs his dick. Yes. OK,
1: it's big, too. Spoiler alert: the the penis parts yes. are rather large. Yeah, yes. Then we clip to Claudia's perspective, and I wish we would have had Claudia's perspective earlier in the book because I kind of felt like mm. we were twenty in, percent into the book before we got a jump in perspective. Yeah, so I, I liked like, it though wait, because what?
0: no, totally, totally. But from like a writing slash reading experience mm-hmm. perspective. I'm kind of glad we didn't get like in the moment trauma because also this thing is all written in first person present.
1: Yeah. But I feel like if if it clipped to her like when she was in the bed, when he was there when she fell asleep and then woke up and like the holding scene, I could have done with Claudia's mm. perspective. Because I yeah, kind of felt from nice. his perspective, it was like a little bit like, you don't know this chick. Like, what are you doing? What? that oh, Getting in the sure. bed. So if I could have had her during that time, I think it would have been nice. But,
0: maybe anyway. all right yeah on. it also worked this way yes. okay so it is like
1: because melody what? loves this book so much <laughs> that it's like it was perfect how <laughs> I
0: don't know, that's not, dare you i completely agree with you i'm just saying that it didn't hurt the reading experience no, it was it just why you were like well it
1: also worked this way <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think i'm a touch defensive okay so chapter four is all of her solo recovery and it's awesome because we, like, whiz zip through, like, the first six months. She does her brother's memorial. She does, you know, she breaks up with the boyfriend. Her temper is hair-trigger at work. Oh, man, her boyfriend. So Oh, gross. her
1: boyfriend's such a dick. But a believable dick, too. I, oh, my God, such a believable dick. Oh,
0: God. Like, let, let's just put it this way. The very first night he gets back, he's like, why the fuck did you not call me? That's his yeah. first thing. Like, come on, man. Just like, be, uh, it's not about you. No. And then he's like, Oh, are you tired? Do you want to snuggle? Here, I'll, he's the guy who says, I'll just put on the Mets game for, for you. For you. For you. You asshole. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh, man. The other day, um, cause Mother's Day was happening, I can't remember what I was telling my mom about, but I was like, Oh, yeah, I got this thing for Mother's Day. And she, she referenced the time that my, one of the many times that my dad used to get her things that he wanted. Uh-huh. So like there was that one time she got the weed whacker Ooh! and she's just like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Um, anyway. So um, by the sixth month, she's also quitting her job. We see a little bit of her therapy mm-hmm. and she's like, I think I just need to like get out of here and do like a quest or something. Like I gotta, I got things I gotta do.
1: And that's where that chapter ends. So then you guys. Wait, I mean, I'm i going to do up? one more. And then I yeah. swear it's over. I swear crime oh. time with Aaron is going to be done after this Oh, sure, one. sure, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. He admits to the crime in the serial killer confesses to the crime against Claudia and her brother. And the rest of them, right? No. And because oh. of that. That's that's going to be, if anything, a guilty plea. There's going to be no trial because he's admitted to it. The case is airtight. That's fine. So they extradite him to another case to stand trial for a triple murder that he has not admitted to. Okay. Somehow Claudia is mad about that, and she's like, "Bureaucracy doesn't uh, give a shit about your feelings." Oh, I didn't catch that. Isn't that the weirdest thing? It's like he confessed. He's gonna. If I don't understand, I don't get it. I don't understand. This is yeah, a phenomenon you- in the criminal justice system that people want a trial, even when it's like, they're going to plead guilty, yay for you, they're going to go to jail, and you don't have to go through the the horrible trauma of going through a trial and testifying, yeah. like all the horrible shit that that entails. And then people mm-hmm. are like, this is bullshit that they pled guilty and I don't get my trial. It's like, well, that's not, so i kind of no, surprised. No, you it. want. It's a real phenomenon, not but I'm mention- surprised to see it in this book. I'm like, Claudia, you're a smart lady. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, not to mention that you would think that
0: because she has some semblance of closure, mm-hmm. she would want to give closure to the family who has had no idea who murdered their family out in the woods. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: I mean, what it says is um, they don't tell you how long it takes to release a body or how long a federal prosecutor will take to tell you things you already know, like how there won't be a trial because your brother's killer confessed and they need to extradite him to another state to stand trial for a triple murder he won't cop to. The bureaucracy doesn't give a shit about your feelings. It's like, well, that federal prosecutor probably didn't know until, the, what, she's supposed to call her and give her, like, right. false information? I just didn't. I'm like, Claudia. Anyway. All right. That's the end. Crime Time with Aaron is done yeah. for the rest of the book, I promise. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, it does take a really fucking long time.
0: hmm Like, yeah. you know, the victims and everybody... Everybody's in limbo for a really, really long time when anything happens in the cr- criminal justice system. And but, it's not
1: because no one cares about your feelings, Claudia. That's not yeah, the yeah, yeah. problem. Anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. No, but on. I also understand from that perspective being like, I wanted, I just wanted to
1: bury my brother. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah. The, the releasing the body so, thing I can get, but the not getting yeah. to do a trial thing is very weird yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
0: then- we're back in Shep's cabin where we all wanted to be from the very beginning. Oh, thank Just you. Get me back to get Shep's cabin. Get me back
1: to oh, boy.
0: time. And he gets a call from the lady who works the diner because the lady who works the diner knows everything. <laughs> um, always. Yep. Doesn't matter what lady. Doesn't matter what diner. Mm-hmm. They always know. So Claudia is in town. She's on this gratitude tour. Mm -hmm. And she was waiting for Shep to get there, but he was out in the woods. It was a whole thing. So he pretty much, like, makes sure his dog is fed, kinda, and then races down the mountain as fast as he can to go see her. He checks both of the overnight lodging places, and he finds her at the second one. Uh Uh-huh. She comes out because the front desk calls her. She comes out with these pink flowers. And she's like, pink is for gratitude. And they just sort of stare at each other because neither of them thought about what was going to happen mm-hmm. after they saw each other. And then he's like, do you want to get out of here? And <laughs> She's like, yes, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So they go to the bar. And he's like, oh, man. As soon as she walks through the door before that, though, he's like, whoa, I did not know what a fox she was. Mm -hmm. Like, I only knew her bruised up and bloodied and bandaged and, you know, constantly crying. But
1: yet he still has thought about her sexually many times since then. Oh, yeah. Because he could not see that one eye. He saw one sexy eye.
0: One hazel eye. And he just... Oh, man. Yeah. So they go to the bar together and she keeps on saying things like she knows this is crazy and he's like i'm right here That's with fine. you i'm good like i don't think this is crazy at all and she tells him about quitting and dumping the boyfriend oh, oh she man, said i love this
1: she said i had nightmares is that what you're saying oh she, no go ahead she asks if he has nightmares um no he i don't remember they they ask each other if they have nightmares and they're both like yeah we both have nightmares from that night And she's like, I dumped my boyfriend and I quit my job. And he's like, because of the nightmares? And she's like, no, because (laughs) neither of those things were making me feel better when I was awake.
0: Oh. Oh, my God. So good. And then... She goes, I don't remember you being so tall. And he says, I don't remember you being so sexy. Oh. And then you guys, I don't, I mean, this is another weird, weird swoony moment with Melody. She says, don't say things like that. And he says, I apologize. It won't happen again.
1: My heart oh. beats for show. Oh. He Tried Just. it. She shut him down. He's <laughs> like, all right, fine by me. Yeah.
0: Done and done. <sighs> so. Oh, man. And then he asks what she needs. And she says, I can't tell you. And he asks, tell me what you need. And she says, I can't tell you. And then he just changes the subject because he says pushing her makes him a dick. So he's yeah. not going to do that. Oh, man. And then she asks if he tried to find her. And he's like,
1: well, no. She says she looked for him online. That's right. She tried to find him. And she said he's hard to find. And he's like, I don't have any social media. And then she says, "Did you look for me online?" And he's like, "No." And she gets pissed,
0: like irrationally hurt hurt
1: and pissed. And she's like, "You know what? I should go." Um, Clearly, what what it means to her is this like weird obsession that she's had with him since the incident. He is not; it's not mutual. It's completely one sided. And she's created this person in her brain that does not exist. And he has Mm -hmm. not had the same experience that she has, and she feels embarrassed. Except two guys. No, she's wrong. Oh, 100%. She's wrong. (laughs)
0: Yep. She's so wrong. So he takes her back to the cabin. And then as she's up the stairs, she, like, puts out her hand awkwardly and is like, great to see you. So Uh he hugs her and he kisses the top of her head. Yes. And she melts against him. And then he's like, my body is telling me I I can't leave. And so that means I have to leave. Mm Mm-hmm. But he grabs her, he's like, give me your phone and I'll give you my number. And he says, call me before you leave town. Mm -hmm. So he's driving back and within like three minutes of him leaving the cabin, he gets this sobbing call from her. Why didn't you look
1: for me? Why why didn't you you Google me? me? He's like, I don't (laughs) know, because of boundaries. You wrote me a note and you didn't leave your phone number or your email address or anything. And so like, I didn't want to creep on you. I'm not going to be a stalker.
0: Yeah, he says, at what point does concern become stalking? And she's like, come back to the cabin right now. (laughs) And he's like, my dog is up at my house. I can't do that. And she's like, okay, then let me come to your house. Uh And he's like, okay. On the one hand, dream come true. Uh On the other hand, you remember what happened at my house. And like flashbacks, flashbacks, flashbacks,
1: flashbacks. flashbacks.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And She's like, I think I'm going to be okay. Let's just do that. So he comes and picks her up and
1: she goes up to the house. She's like, She follows of, him, so she still has her car. Important.
0: No, not this time. Really? Oh, bing yeah, boom not this bong. Time. Safety with Aaron.
1: <laughs> do not go up to Mountain Man's house. All you know about this man is that he shot another human person <laughs> and, until they died. <laughs> don't go up to his house in the nighttime when and then we mm-hmm. later find out her friends back home in NYC don't even know where the fuck she is. Bing boom bong. Yeah. Don't do that. I know. I know. All no, right, she gets okay. right into his, his truck. Oof. So nope.
0: she goes up to his house. Well, although I will say that in to Shep's credit, she, he's like, all right, we're going to go to the front desk and let him know that you're coming up to my house. Yes. And she's like, why the fuck does the front desk yeah, person come, need to know Claudia. where I am? I, I know. And he's him. like, because it's safety with Aaron. That's what he says. Yeah. So they settle in on the couch and uh, they make this deal. That they're going to be 100% honest with each other, no matter what. And he's like, Mm -hmm. ugh, I hate this because, like, anything I say out loud is just going to make her run for the hills. Right. But okay. So she finally tells him that she hasn't been able to stop thinking about him. And she's she's obsessed with him. Yeah, specifically him holding her. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And then she goes, all right, you. And he says, "For." I mean first of all he starts off this whole thing. Yeah, I know me too. <laughs> Everything is
1: highlighted. I have Everything turned my Kindle around to show Melody the three solid pages of highlight. <laughs> I
0: know. He says um something like I'm not saying this to like shock or impress you or anything like that. This is just the truth. I have a very specific coping mechanism and it's sexual. And she's like, "Okay." Mhm. <laughs> So he tells her that he is a dominant and uh, yeah, he just basically says that he's a dominant right mm-hmm. at that point. And she's like, okay, so I want to hug and you want to dominate your submissive. Mm-hmm. Oh, he tells her his whole thing is he has sex one time a year. He goes down to L.A. He books like a week long session at this um, this club
1: mm-hmm. and then
0: he comes back home and, and deals with himself for the, the rest of the year. Right. So she's like, okay, so you have a submissive down in L.A. And he's like, no, no, no. I do not want to dominate my submissive. I don't have a submissive. I don't have one that belongs to me. But I do sort of want to dominate a specific
1: submissive. Someone specific. sense. you. Yeah. (laughs) So So, finally he admits, I've thought about mm -hmm. dominating you. Yeah.
0: And then she's like, okay, new deal. He says, then let's make one more deal. Tonight you hold me, and then tomorrow, after I've gotten some sleep and a chance to stretch, you dominate
1: uh-huh. me. <laughs> nice.
0: And he's immediately like, no deal. No, no deal, but no. I'll hold you I'm not tonight. doing
1: that. That's good. Yeah,
0: but like, come over here, girl. I'm going to hold you. And uh, He wraps his mountain man delicious.
1: bare arms around her. He snuggles her up in his beard on his couch, and then you know what he does? What does he do, Aaron? He hands her the remote and says... I've got Netflix and all the other streaming services. You pick what Jesus, you, want, you want, girl. He doesn't put on oh. no fucking Mets game or any no. like television show that, it, no. that he likes or whatever. No, he lets her pick. I really like the oh, mirror man. image of like the other boyfriend putting on the Mets game. I do game too. And um, and does especially since he's he sat through the trap? originals. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, no, she it, picks yeah, the original also- Parent
1: Trap. Listen.
0: No, wait. So first of all, that is one of the choices. But the other choice, I found this hilarious because throughout the whole book, we get like tidbits of him being like, "Ugh, she's watching that vampire werewolf bewitched on the Bayou show or whatever. <laughs> and and then we find out afterwards that um she's been watching him. She's been having him watch the first season of the originals. Oh, I
1: think I I think I herbs that. I mean, I got oh, that there God. was some werewolf Loved show, it. But, um, yeah. but yeah, original okay. parent trap. Mm, get that Lohan version. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't available or something. (laughs) Woof.
0: (laughs) Okay. So then the next scene opens up with him out in the woods. And he says, it's his inner monologue. And it says, it's been a while, but I consider beating off in the woods while I'm out waiting for the sun to rise. I've been hard for almost 10
1: hours. That's not true. Call a doctor chef. He says that <laughs> several times in this book. Like, I've been hard for five hours. I've been hard for seven hours. I'm like, call a physician.
0: <laughs> he did fall asleep for a little while, so he might have gone down and not noticed it. But anyway... Um, Ugh. it says, Claudia doesn't want me to hold her. She wants our bodies to meld together through our clothes, which just like same, just serve me up a dish of that. You know what I mean? Totes. Um, so when he comes back, she's like snacking and she asked if they can talk and
1: love it. she said, what? I love it. This is like I do my too. favorite part. I love it. Me too. Okay. Me too. Go. Go do you want to take it? Ugh. all right all <clears> right. <throat> Wait, I hope I have the right thing. Is this the part where it's like why she broke up with her boyfriend? Is that where you're going? No, but tell me about it. Okay. She closes her eyes for a second and sucks in another breath. I was serious last night. While I'm not a member of a club or a professional, I'm not completely unfamiliar with the type of sex that you're describing. She's speaking slowly. She's considering every word. Oh, I'm speaking fast. Whoops. Mm. Imagine it was slow and considering of every word. Okay. (laughs) Part of the reason I broke up with my ex was because he stopped fucking me the way that I liked him to. When I got mm-hmm. back to New York, he wasn't ready for how fucked up I was. I know he was trying to be gentle with me, but even when I was perfectly healed, he turned rough sex that I preferred into this slow, measured, missionary lovemaking that I never signed up for, and I want <laughs> the rough stuff back. Ooh. Yeah. Same girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, So she's basically like, let's, let's do this out over a week instead mm-hmm. of just one time so that we can have some time to acclimate to each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to take it now uh-huh. because what I pulled, yes. I love that. Oh, yeah. I, I can't read this out loud. Was from Chef. Shep- <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do
1: your girl. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. There are many portions of this book that I would never read out loud. Cannot. <laughs> okay. So Shep goes, I consider her for a moment. Her perfect thick
0: golden thighs peeking out from under that poncho. Poncho. What I could do...
1: I know she's wearing just poncho like a poncho rolls. and, and, poncho and poncho just no pants. Rolls. We've had them <laughs> since the Hating Game, and she is not following them. Mm. I don't even know if it's her poncho. There are two types and times you can wear a poncho, ladies. When it's Tell raining outside, forgot. or when you are in and from a South American or <laughs> Latin American country. Yes, you cannot just be a white times. girl in that country. Mm-mm. You must be a part of the culture that <laughs> the poncho belongs to. Or that's right. It's raining in Disney World. Those are the two times. Right, but it also has to be like bright yellow or something. Yeah. You know? Like like there, it has to be like a poncho location. Pattern on it. Disney World. Made of the Miss Niagara Falls. Some something <laughs> where ponchos are handed out for water. That's right. Okay. That's right. Anyway, capes are
0: a different story. Capes, capes are always okay.
1: Well, a capelet is a very specific. Oh, okay. capelet. <laughs> Melody loves oh. a capelet. <laughs> I love a capelet. <laughs> don't even get her started on capelets (laughs) okay anyway so these golden thighs are doing Uh -uh. what i'm sorry
0: (laughs) they're peeking out from under her poncho what i could do with my fist wrapped around that long black hair that mouth i could fuck that mouth while i grip her long black hair i think about her knees and what it would be like to have those big hazel eyes staring up at me while i come on her tits and then she says i also understand that you're doing the honorable thing and trying not to force your desires on me but i think you have to respect me enough as a submissive Uh. and as a woman and a human being to believe me when i say this is what i want i'm sorry you guys this is not the right inflection but it is just so good
1: it preaches to melody's heart it
0: this is does this is this was written for (laughs) melody (laughs) Every, every fucking word okay so then it says um if this isn't something you want, I respect that too. She finishes. Uh-huh. I can't. <sighs> so then it goes back to his inner monologue. Fuck. She's got me there. I scrub my beard. Then I peel off my hat so I can scratch my head properly. She's looking at me, waiting. I flip the switch. Uh,
1: um, the Dom switch. All right. Chapter motherfucking seven. It's on. Chapter <laughs> it seven.
0: It's on. <laughs> Okay, so he's like, all
1: right,
0: new plan. (sighs) This is what he says. We go down the mountain for breakfast, and then I need to grab some condoms. We go to the lodges, and I fuck your brains out like I've been wanting to do for months. And if you still want to submit to me, you can check out of the lodges, follow me back up here with your rental car, and we'll make a week out of it. And then she's like, what if you're awful in bed, though? And he just says, "Well, then, that's where we'll part ways." But
1: he's also kind of like, "Okay, like, all right, okay, Okay. yeah, all right." I have a ten-inch long cock, and it's like five inches wide. So, like, that's the one. (laughs) Yeah,
0: like, let's actually. That
1: would be a really weird-looking member. Not fine. Listen, inches we're wide. not mathologists. Crazy. Yeah, I'm not a okay? math,
0: okay? I can't. We're not <laughs> maths,
1: all right? <laughs> yeah. It's big.
0: I don't do geometries, so... <laughs> <laughs> Use geometry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now no, no penis physics. <laughs> I might be able. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Back to it. Okay, and then you guys, and then... They have a boundaries talk. It's like written for
1: her soul, you guys. She's like (laughs) melting in her chair.
0: I am. I'm melting the whole way. Uh, So he says, you can always tap out, but I don't want there to be any confusion before we get started. And Mm -hmm. she's
1: like, deal, because you're the man of all of our dreams. Yeah. (sighs) She's like, no masquerade masks. No crumbs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no Hershey syrup in this bed. Nothing touches the sheets.
0: That's not what she says at That's all. Not- she says, I want you to spank me a lot. I want you to choke me. I want you to tie me up. I want you to make me squirt if you think you can. Oh, challenge accepted. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I want to barely be able to walk whenever we're, f- whenever we're finished for the day. He- Anal, I say over my shoulder as I dry my hands with a clean dish towel. Absolutely. And flogging's all right, I assume? That catches her off guard, but she schools her expression before she goes on. I've never done that before, but if you're receptive to the word stop, then yes, we can try some flogging. I just, you guys. I just. I just can't. And then he does the next perfect thing. Just take her with Which her is out. they go. <laughs> First of all, he gets her any kind of breakfast food she wants. Oh, yeah. That's and great. And then, then it's tits out for breakfast. Well, no, he we takes <laughs> her boots out right
1: there. Oh my god, I forgot. Remember he takes her boobs out and then he like checks yes. out her vagina for a little bit? Oh. And then they have more boundaries talking while he's playing with her nipples, you guys. And you guys, just for your situational awareness, since <laughs> I've seen a lot of articles like this uh-huh. um, over the past year or so, her nipples are brown. They are. They're brown ones. Good She's brown a black ones. woman. Yes. I don't think we've said that.
0: Oh, have we not? <laughs> no, She's we're not She's black. she's black woman and her nipples are brown yes oh man so then he says that he he wants he this then he starts talking about what he wants Uh he's like okay i i want you to beg but Uh you don't have to worry oh my god he says i want you to beg but you don't have to worry about that too much either i'll get you there she goes you seem so sure she swallows again Uh and holds back a sigh as i draw a finger over her right nipple Mm. You seem pretty confident that I won't, but I'm barely touching you. And I bet if I check that sweet pussy of yours, you'll be soaking wet.
1: Maybe Maybe you should should check, check. she says.
0: Then he goes, see, I barely touched you. Barely said a word, and already you're asking. Begging isn't far away. And she goes, I don't have a response for that. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it just like the banter is so on point. Even when it's not sexy. so good so then he reiterates the difference between submission and sadism which is very important he's like what it sounds like you want is more in like the sadomasochistic realm Uh what I want is just like submission we can meet in the middle kind of thing and she's like "All right, cool guys then it's tits out for breakfast tits
1: out for breakfast hashtag tits out for breakfast Uh, tits out for public breakfast tits out for breakfast breakfast in public at at the only diner in town where everybody knows you Oh out. man! And I know what you're thinking. I love- How are tits out for breakfast? And the answer is because she's in the he booth has a that special faces booth. faces the wall. Oh, but if anyone <laughs> walks up to them, tits are out for breakfast. Your boobs are out in England. No, he's <laughs> he's on high
0: alert the whole time in I that England so. Times
1: Garden. Oh my he's god, he's on
0: high alert. There is a moment where Connie comes over and he's like, close your jacket. And she's like, "Like trying desperately to make sure her tits
1: are back oh in. And he's like, I gave her way a lot of time. She's freaking out for no reason. If my tits were out for breakfast, I would uh. be turning around so much that everyone would see my tits. <laughs> like, I would be unable to keep my cool. I would be like, fully turned around, looking over the booth, exposing myself to everyone to make sure that no one saw. That's how Man, nervous Aaron, I would be about tits cool. out for
0: breakfast. Jeez. Anyway... So then and then once the food comes he starts playing with them including but not limited to taking ice cubes out of his water and like putting them all over her nipples yes. and I don't know how you focus on your meal at that point but that's fine I'm fine with it like I'm here for it
1: And it should be said she that goes, she's very into this. She's oh, yeah. very cool. With she's this. like she's not She's like hissing
0: and no not at all. And she's like I I don't think it's fair that you've seen my boobs and my pussy, and I haven't seen that hard dick you talk about. Um, And it goes, I release her nipple and lick water off my fingers before I turn back to my breakfast. Do you want to see my cock? Yeah, I do. Finish eating, and we'll make that happen. (laughs) I just. I just. So then they go back to her cabin after breakfast. Yes. And you guys, it is on On TM. On TM. He wants to kick the door open, but he waits for her to, like, use her key or whatever stupid thing. Yeah. Ugh. Well,
1: then and that's not, if he kicked it open, it would be unsecured. I know. Then it
0: wouldn't close. I know. Yeah, logistics. Like, ugh, I know. So Bird he takes click. her inside. They're all, they're all, like, they're just She's stripping off their, off their clothes. clothes. Fast, 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 fast. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she also says earlier that he doesn't need to go get condoms because she brought a whole bag of them. <laughs> just in and case. And he's just like... I know. And he's like, I fucking love a woman who's prepared. This is incredible. <laughs> so they get undressed. He sits down in a chair and he ushers her over. She sits down right on his cock. And she takes he's out like, his this cock chair. He's like, have a seat and points at it. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Wait, before that... He's like, he's like, come over here because she flops down on the bed and he's like, oh, you think you're not going to do any work at all? And she's like, I'm just waiting for instructions, which is obviously music to his ears. Uh-huh. And so then she walks up to him and he's like, all right, stroke it. And so she hasn't like, I don't know. She hasn't looked at it, question mark, because he's like, uh-huh. is it enough for you? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's more than enough. Uh-huh. And then like after she touches his penis. So this is very similar to the kink I discovered when we read Priest. Oh, that, which is, I did not read Priest with you. So go oh on. Oh man, which is well, Jenny nordbeck and I agreed on this. She discovered
1: this kink about herself. I think during this book as well. Uh huh. But the idea that the hero... Jenny Nordback is still discovering kinks blows my mind. But yes, I love it. <laughs> I
0: mean, yeah, you know, sometimes it's CB radios. Other times. <laughs> It's um, <laughs> it's when the hero goes down on the heroine before he kisses her. Oh yes, you've told me of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in this case, I just loved the fact that he has played with her tits a bunch, uh-huh. like played with her tits for like two
1: hours. I think he total. poked her vagina a little bit too. He did oh, something. Yeah. He lo- back at he the looked house. Up in
0: that. He looked up at that. Yeah. Uh, up in there. Uh-huh. He did.
1: I don't think he touched though. Oh, okay. No, I, thought he, I thought he like poked around in there a yeah, little bit. She. Mm-mm. she started touching herself
0: and she, he's like did I tell you that you could start oh, touching right. yourself remember, and she's I like remember. oh no you didn't okay i my hand sorry. off my yes clit immediately Hi. I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and in this case he's played with her tits a bunch and then he's like stroke it touch my dick mm-hmm. and afterwards he kisses her mm-hmm. it's super hot anyway they start having sex on the chair The chair breaks. He knows it's going to break. So he, like, catches himself in this, like, sumo squat that's Uh really fucking hot. And then he takes her over to the bed and he puts her down. And then her her knees end up Mm -hmm. on her chest because he says, you guys, he says that he needs to go deep. He needs to make sure she knows exactly what she's signing up for. She comes like a freight train. It's like a a G-spot orgasm of her wildest dreams. I don't even know, man. <laughs> and then, within like I think thirty seconds of them coming down from both their orgasms, he's like, "So, what do you think? Yeah, are you uh, are, are you gonna now? submit to me? Are you like are, leaving?" Am Let's... I good at sex? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, we're we're doing it." Yeah. So they check out and they go back up to his house, and oh,
1: this was so cute. Titus is super excited to see them. Uh-huh. Wait, first. When they drive up to the mountain, he drives super slow and she follows him. (laughs) And she says, I would tease you for driving like a grandpa. And then you know what he says? Oh, what does he say, Aaron? He says, Safety first. Oh, safety (sighs) first. Aaron Mm. got so wet. Mm -hmm. Safety (laughs) with Aaron. Mm. That's right. Yes. Mm -mm. You got to be careful on those winding mountain roads. Yeah. He's not going to leave a fire burning in that fireplace because he knows about fire safety and roadway safety. Oh, mm, my he heart. He cleans beats his for chimney Shep. every oh, year. Oof, yes. He's not going to have a flu fire. Mm-hmm, There's mm-hmm, no fucking way. No. Not in Shep's house. Get those I'll tell you what. clean. You oh. don't want a spark in the no. dryer land. All right. His okay. oil is always changed, you guys. Oh, you guys. I never okay. changed my oil. Karen! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes the little lamp has to come on, the little Aladdin <laughs> lamp. Oh, the Aladdin lamp what? is like, your car is dying yes. for real. <laughs> it's the worst. Car safety, Karen, like car maintenance genie. safety is something I don't. I can't. I don't and I can't. Wow. All right. Okay. Sorry. We got off track. So, oh, <laughs> That, that so, was on track. That was a segment. Jeez. It was.
0: It was. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Safety so Titan is so excited segment. to see them. It is. It's a long I would say it's off track when you're doing segment.
1: health... Health and wellness sex condoms bad, with Melody. Dude.
0: Yes. <laughs> Health and wellness sex condoms
1: yeah. with Melody. That's not off yeah. track.
0: All right. Nope. Okay. So they
1: get back up to... Titus hey, is so excited to see her.
0: He is. And the phrasing is, he oh, he's always glad to see me, but he's been hyper as a bag of dicks since Claudia showed up. <laughs> you had that same <laughs> thing. <laughs> hyper as a bag of dicks.
1: What a great it's phrase. so
0: good. Bags of dicks <gasps> are Rebecca. hyper. Ah, you're a genius. Okay. So Mabel is up there, his neighbor, and she's like brought him food, but it's mostly because she found out that there's a bitch in his house. Uh And
1: she's like, hey, there's a bitch in your house. I'm here to meddle. I'd like to meddle. Yeah. What's up with this bitch in your house?
0: It's been three years since there's been a bitch in your house. Are you sleeping with this
1: bitch in your house?
0: That's right. And he's like...
1: (laughs) I'm a grown man. And she, and says, she says, no, you're, you're not. not. <laughs> you're just tall.
0: <laughs> I have that too.
1: <laughs> it's been highlighted by 13 other people. You're apparently one of them. I mean, thanks, yeah, Kendall. Immediate. Yeah. Immediate.
0: Oh, it's so good. Okay. So then he gets back inside the house and she's on the phone because her BFF has called. And is like, what is actually happening? Yes. So then did you, okay on first read because i've read this book twice on first read i thought that liz was a lot no and then on second read i was like
1: oh no this is this is just being a good friend melody yes if you (laughs) got nearly murdered by a serial killer Mm. on vacay mm -hmm. in northern oregon Yeah, yeah yeah or whatever yeah, where are we? and then you dis a fuck appeared away from me and told me you were going on a day trip and then it was like day fucking three. You better bet <laughs> I would be on the phone with this guy who murdered a dude who you don't fucking know. like. The level of n- ill-advised that this trip is psychologically. Yeah, Liz is also a lawyer.
0: Wise. Oh yeah. Oof.
1: Oh yeah. You better bet. <laughs> And that's for you. That's for you, Melody.
0: Thank you. You're
1: no welcome. No, thank you. When I am, she's not. A and lot. this was, yeah, fair. And Shep immediately
0: understands. Yes, and he's like, "You need a, p- a picture of my ID. Done. Safety you want a first. selfie to make sure everybody's okay. Done. Safety. You want to know my my goddamn middle name and what color my poop was this morning?
1: Absolutely. Brown. I'll give you. <laughs> so, I hope he does all of that. <laughs> Otherwise, Shep is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or he might have eaten corn. Who knows? Still brown, except for those (laughs) thorns. (laughs) Are we going to make an episode where we don't talk about farts or poop? Is it going (laughs) to happen? (laughs) I don't think like this is the ladies we are. I don't know. That should be <laughs> our slogan for 2020. No poop in 2020. Oh
0: no, we can't do it. <laughs> okay. So um then when she comes back into the room, he's like, Hey, that's really fucked up. And she's like, I kinda don't, you know, like, uh, okay. And he's like, No, I'm serious. We're sending her flowers. Like, when I'm in my darkest places, I still need to know that there are people out there who love me and care about me. Like, mm-hmm. you got to pull it together, you know? Yeah, he she, means that it's can't...
1: fucked up that she didn't tell her friend where she was, not that it's yeah. fucked up that the friend wants a photo of his driver's license, which is valid. No,
0: that is. She takes a nap-a-rooney. Yeah, she takes a nap. And then when she wakes, Ugh. she's like, I need a shower.
1: Oh, yeah, the shower. And... I was going to skip right to the food. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no the shower is important because yeah, it is.
1: it's it's plot important yeah it is
0: um so as he's showing her he's like do you want me to join you uh she looks up she looks me up and down for a moment is it about what i want now sir i feel myself getting hard and irritated this is all about what you want you'll see that which is like first of all good dom sub situations like that's true yes. sub is always in, in control Second of all, this has to do with his sordid backstory, yes. his tragic past. Because um, justice, for no, just Derek little, can fuck right off. Just A little justice, not an electron. Aaron. All right. So she asks if she needs to beg, and he's like, "Nope, I'm irritated, so like I can't take her like this. Like I can't do it." So he's like, he he very gruffly tells her to like get washed up and ready for dinner. And then he's like, fuck, I'm screwing this up already. Join me for dinner. You won't join me for dinner. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes outside and gets some air. And when he comes back in, she's getting dressed. And she's like, Did I do something wrong? Like, what the fuck is going on?
1: I couldn't help but notice you didn't fuck me in the shower. Very upsetting. Uh,
0: Jeez. So he tells her all about Sarah. He's like, my ex used to sort of mouth off to me like that. And it just reminded me of her because We were together for a really long time. I was like fixing to propose. I was going to redo my office to be a nursery. Like it was a whole thing. And then I found out afterwards that she was just pretending to like the submission thing. And she couldn't do it anymore. And she told everybody what I'm into and fucked off with a guy she met online. Bing bong, bird chirp, bird click. I
1: can't. Fine. Tell me the last what guided reasoning. The last two things. Unexcusable. No justification. Horrible. Sarah's a monster of telling everybody his business and like fucking yeah. off with some guy she met on the internet upon breaking up with him. Horrible. Also a monster to like pretend to be into things that you're not into. However, I can understand a situation where you're like very in love with a guy and you're trying very hard to be into the things that he's into, and you don't Absolutely. feel comfortable saying, "I'm." If you're if you're trying to be into it, and I kind of yes. feel like Sarah was on this in this place where she really wanted Shep, and she really wanted to be the person that he wanted her to be in the bedroom. Yeah, and I certainly. can see a situation where she got stuck there and didn't know what to do about it, and didn't know how to like get agency in the situation not and it's not shep's fault but i don't know that that's sarah's fault either you know if she just didn't have the confidence to like do anything about it for a while but she really did love shep i i definitely agree with you on all of the that. the other shit though monster telling everybody on the mountain that he's like an abusive like dominant asshole who like to tie her up or whatever bullshit but i do see Especially getting trapped in, in a, a situation small town. like that yeah Yeah,
0: but like, and I am a verbal processor, Mm -hmm. right? So I understand the impulse to want to talk to your friends about whatever, whatever. But in a super small town like that, like you get yourself a therapist who legally can't tell anybody else and you process it with that person. The fact that like everybody... Thinks that he's like some hermit monster who lives up on the mountain, and everybody's scared of him. After she breaks up with him, that's bullshit. And like leaves him, it's horrible. So not okay. Not an electron. The first part, fine. Like I, I can definitely see where you're coming from there. And if it had just been that, if it had just been, she was. What does Dan Savage say? It's G-G-G? The, um price of admission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was trying to be
1: GGG. Yeah, she's trying to pay the price of admission. She's trying to do it yes. for him. And if you've said I'm okay with doing it, I'm into this, I'm good, and then you find out that you're not, I can see getting into a space where you can't you can't bring yourself to tell your partner.
0: Yeah, cuz it's a huge cuz you know it's a deal breaker. Yeah. You know that like that's probably the end of the relationship. Yeah. That's really really tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The rest of it though, how yeah, fucking just, dare just you. It's
1: just a kernel of justice for Sarah. That's all. I just yeah, I just wanted yeah. to No. No. A quark of justice. A quack of
0: justice.
1: (laughs) A shburger of justice for Sarah. Okay. Okay.
0: So then she's like, all right, you don't think I'm sincere. I get that. If you knew that I was super into it, what would you do right now? Mm -hmm. And he's thinking to himself, I mean, hypotheticals don't hurt anyone. So he says that he would tell her to get down on her knees and he would fuck her face. And so she immediately... Gets down on her knees because she's still naked from her shower. It's brilliant. Uh And then we get the sloppiest, messiest, hottest
1: blowjob. It's a really good blowjob from both his perspective and her perspective. Coming from her mouth all over her chest. Yeah, you can't swallow. Like, you can't try to swallow. I understand the logistics, Bing (laughs) Boom Bong Melody. I get how drool happens. However,. I have very rarely read a romance novel that describes the drool. I loved it. I, I, I liked it, too. I mean, Fucking and loved I also it. liked that he it wasn't this one, but maybe the next one where he addressed it. Oh, it was the ball gag mm-hmm. where he's like, listen, yeah. you're going to drool with this. Yeah. Don't try to stop it. Don't stop it. Don't worry about it. Because I can also see mm-hmm. if she's not done that before being very embarrassed yeah. by the situation. You know, it's like he oh, yeah. did a really good job of um, Shepard her through this oh no no nope, would you like nope. to listen to a paragraph i would always i know he means business when he says this is the only way he think can do things i don't want to freak shep out by letting him know that i have no fucking idea what i'm doing she's never done this particular thing you have it highlight as well yep i don't want to scare him off i want him to fuck me i want him to show me what he needs especially since he's already given me exactly what i need focus attention a touch that isn't hesitant or incomplete we made a deal He wants me on my knees. He's got me on my knees. Mm. Oh. Yeah. So good. So it's
0: really good. So it's super good. And then as he's like putting his dick back in his pants, she starts touching herself. And he's like, oh, you want to come? And he he picks her up by her hair, Mm -hmm. so hot, walks her by her hair to the bedroom. And then he immediately goes down on her. It is so good. And then after she comes, though, he stands up, and he says,
1: finish cleaning up, and then he leaves the room. There was a part of that where he just kind of, like, threw a rag at her and was, like, finish cleaning up, where I was, like, ooh, that's pretty sexy. <laughs> but, like, I realized, <laughs> I realized in real life it wouldn't be, but, like, reading about it, no, I, I was, I know. like, mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. clean yourself yeah. up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> in real life, I would be, like, bescuse me, but, like, I on know, the page, I, I was, know. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. It
0: worked for me here. Okay. But then he realizes how it came off. And so as, after he cooks her a super yummy dinner, he cooks her like garlic butter oh, steak or something. So good. With ridiculous. like mashed potatoes
1: and like a, a salad. Yeah. There was there was a salad involved that I could talk about oh, for yeah. a little bit. Um, it's I know. very fresh. I know. It was a marinade. It's so fresh. Um, it was great.
0: The steak was marinated. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, so... He, though, is like, how are you feeling? And she's like, I'm feeling good. That was excellent. I really liked that. And he goes, well, I'm feeling really guilty because there's this thing called aftercare and I did not do any with you. I just threw a rag at you and said, finish cleaning up and then fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> True. It, it is like he should feel bad about this. It's not the way you're supposed to do things. So he's like, there are rules. I didn't I didn't blah, I didn't mean to. Yeah, and so then she's like, well, what's your plan for the rest of the night? After she reassures him that she's totally fine. Right. And he reassures her that he's going to do better from now on. He's like, well, I guess that we got to shop for some toys and other stuff because, oh boy. And then upon biting into her steak, she wonders what was wrong with Sarah because he's, in fact, the perfect man. And I can't say that I disagree, frankly. She didn't like being a submissive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that would be the the price it's was too a deal high, breaker. right? Yeah. But it works for Claudia. Yes. So she's mystified. Yes. You know? Okay. So then during dinner, he takes Titus out and he comes back to her like in a in a like mid meltdown. She's freaking out because he wasn't in the house with her she's like scared Mm -hmm. and she's also scared because she's feeling really dependent on him right and she's like i know that i need to face my issues but it feels so good to be around you i feel like i'm addicted i feel like this is what a crackhead would feel like i think is the actual phrasing Uh uh-huh and then she says that oh do you yeah you have all this Um, highlight she wants yeah go ahead oh no no not yet i'm not there yet okay because she says, instead of like looking my my monster in the eye and even assessing it for any weaknesses, I just want to hop on a treadmill and run away and like hope that you're on the treadmill with
1: me. Mm-hmm. And he
0: looks at her and he says, I'm already on the treadmill with you. Mm.
1: Oh the the healing. They're battling treadmill. the same demons together. They are with bondage sex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's so yummy. Okay, yeah. do you, Do you want to read what she wants, or do you want me to read what she wants? You Is should this something read you can it. read? You should read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I feel he like keeps asking
1: her. You know this voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that, but you know, I would cast you in this role. Go for it. Fair, fair. Let's do a line just keep reading. Some mystery alive, shall we? Erin? <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, um, he keeps asking her to tell him what she wants and what she needs and she won't do it. And then finally she breaks down and she goes, "I want you to hurt me. I want you to degrade me. I want you to turn me into a nothing little slut and then build me back up again. I want to feel something that isn't this for as long as possible. I need something to break. I need something in me to finally shatter." I couldn't get myself there at home, and everyone around me was all about pushing me forward. But you can give me this. I know you can. It still doesn't make it okay for me to ask you to do it. And uh, oh, boy. And so, guys, he just walks over and get him, gets himself a bungee cord, uh-huh. and then he ties up her hands behind her back, and then he grabs a pair of scissors, and he's <sighs> like, I hope you don't like this outfit, and he cuts her fucking clothes off. Wait. He just opens them in all the right places. Go ahead, Erin.
1: When he says, I hope you don't like this sweater, he starts cutting before she can say anything. She doesn't need to say anything. But, like, what if that's her favorite sweater? <laughs> <laughs> she can get a new one. <laughs> I just. <laughs> oh, Erin is not about it. I'd be angry if somebody cut my clothes off and did not ask me first. Yeah, fair. What if it's her favorite fair. sweater. I don't know. What if that's the sweater that Miles gave her, Miles is the brother, for her birthday last year and that's the last thing he ever gave her? Well, I think that she would have said something when she saw the scissors.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Like, what else is he doing with the scissors if not
1: super sexily cutting off all of my clothes? She seems pretty fucking surprised when he starts cutting her sweater off. Eh, whatever. Anyway. If you are a man listening to this or a woman who likes to cut things, actually anyone listening to this, (laughs) after <laughs> if before you
0: cut clothes off that's all I have to say about that yeah fair yeah anyway you want to know what he does with the leggings you guys he just cuts himself a hole just a hole it's, it's so good it's the <laughs>
1: leggings of Melody's dreams <laughs> right. and if she you don't understand that leggings. what episode was that Crotchless <laughs> Leggings episode I think that was a Tiffany Rice. That
0: was, I think, um, her Halloween treat, maybe? <laughs> Very <laughs> early
1: episode. Melody it talked was. a lot about crotchless leggings in a way that we thought... It was my
0: lady love. no one would listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, should I cut this out? Because I don't think anyone will listen to the podcast. Turns out it was the moment that a lot of people were out. like, I found my people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> ah. All right. Okay. All right. So then... He tells her to get down on her knees and he walks from the kitchen onto the couch and then he's like, come over here on your knees. So she grouses the whole way. She's like, oh, I'm going to fucking
1: bite you when she's I get so over mad. there. And he can I'm just so see mad the top of her head bouncing behind the <laughs> He's like, I know she's pissed at me, but I see the top of her head like bobbing up and down as she like over on her knees around the kitchen island. Oh, I loved it. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yep she's like, I'm going to bite you when I get over there.
0: I loved it. So then she's kneeling in front of him. He picks her up to go get a condom and then picks her back up and takes it, takes her back to the couch to be in the exact same position. It's so funny. And then he takes his cock out and he's like, it's not going to suck itself. <laughs> and uh, I was here for it.
1: Then he puts a condom on and he's like, there you go. I wrapped it up. Take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Take a C-ta. Oh man. And then she says, I've changed my mind. She's a little and yeah. I don't really want to anymore. I would rather play yeah. a board game. Do you have any? And uh uh-huh. uh he fucks that right out of her.
0: <laughs> and he goes, Oh yeah. Because he can tell that she's joking. Yeah, like she's there's joking. no yeah, it's not it's not anything that made my consent hackles go up at all. Um and so he like just forces her down onto his cock and she's like oh man and uh, oh man there's a little bit of a finger inside the asshole situation happening that happens oh it is delightful and so then the next morning he asked her to come with him when he takes titus out because he doesn't want her freaking out again because he's so conscientious he remembered he was like you should come with me even though it's like five in the goddamn morning Mm -hmm.
1: that's when they do little icebreaker questions in the woods It is so sweet. So they can learn more about each other.
0: Yeah, he's like, I want to talk. We should talk about what happened, like what capital H happened. Yes. But we should balance it out with these sweet icebreakers. And then they go back to the house and watch TV. Mm. He interrupts that with a little bit of oral. Mm -hmm. I mean, perfect man. And then he's got her bent over the couch, and they, you guys, are in flagrante delecto. Uh huh. When. A Wait, pounding comes how, on the like, door. How
1: he says, bend over the couch, slut. Ugh. Was all oh. about it. <laughs> just... I know.
0: And I love the fact it's a little bit, um, it's like borderline campy. Because uh-huh. he's like, I say, I say, bend over the couch, slut, just to add a little flavor. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so good. It's from his perspective. And she's being like a little brat because she was like, "Oh, you turned off yeah. my show. And they get married in this episode. And he's like, bend uh-huh. over the couch, you slut. And she's like, I'm uh-huh. doing this, but I'm also like... <laughs> it's really funny because out loud she's saying really cute i want to watch my show but then also she's Uh like as she did this as she did that Uh as she took off her clothes
0: as she hops around the couch to gleefully bend over
1: (laughs) then there's a knock on the door
0: yeah so he tosses her back over the couch and covers her with the blanket (laughs) it's so good (laughs) then he goes ass naked over the door And Jad, the male partner of this neighbor situation, is like, I need a chainsaw, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. And then he invites them over to dinner, because they're both a little concernicus. Uh Uh-huh. And then they have such adorable banter and chemistry about, like, dumb TV shows and taking a long time to get ready, and, like, the cutest stuff. And he's he's very much, like, very gruff out loud, Mm -hmm. and she just feeds it right back to him, and he... Ugh, it's just so, it's just so lovely. But the, anyway. I
1: just want to say the way Rebecca Weatherspoon writes this is so great because we don't have to actually sit there and watch them talk about boring stuff. Here's what she does. No. Yeah. She has the nerve to say that she would make the perfect vampire and I tell her she's clearly not patient enough for immortality mm-hmm. and that launches us into a whole discussion about how she's pretty sure I'm actually a werewolf and the remote mountain hound that. Remote Mountain Home is just an elaborate cover. She's pretty deep into how she thinks Titus is actually my cousin who can't change back into his human form. When I realize how much <laughs> I like listening to her talk about this kind of nonsensical shit, I can listen to her talk about just about anything. That could have oh. taken 10 pages of shit I didn't give a yeah. shit about, but instead it took one paragraph. Thank you, Rebecca.
0: And we got an insight into his feelings for her yeah. at the same time. Masterful. Great. It's it's so good. Congratulations. All right. Yeah. So then they go to dinner. It starts out fine. It mm-hmm. takes a quick left turn into disaster town. Mm-hmm. Jad is like, everybody here needs to have several seats. You have not had a lady up to your cabin. They keep talking about having visitors. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and he's just like, stop treating me like I'm some sort of serial killer. Mm-hmm. I just had, I just shared something about myself with the woman that I loved. and she spread it all over town as if I'm as if I'm some sort of villain. Right. And I can have anybody over at my house that I want. And like, this is not appropriate, you know? And they, and Jad, it's kind of sad because there's a moment where he's like, we want something for you. That's healthy and safe and wonderful. And like having the woman that you murdered someone for, Six months ago, mm-hmm. over at your house to fuck for a week doesn't seem like the best start. <laughs> Fair.
1: And like, he's not—he's wrong. not wrong. It's maybe not a conversation to have in front of Claudia. Certainly not. Yeah, yeah I don't. I wouldn't call that dinner conversation. Maybe you know, just not in front of her. I feel like it's weird. She's sitting right there. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, he's like, "We're leaving. Goodbye." And when they go back to the house, he's like quiet and a little tense and she talks him down Mm -hmm. and they end up having this really sweet night where he snuggles her and they like get totally naked and she lays on top of him and they snuggle for a really long time. Then they go to bed like after after some pretty fun sex. Yes. They go to bed and she wakes up in the middle of the night from a bad dream But she doesn't freak out because he's right there and Titus is right there. And instead, she just grabs her phone and texts with her best friend for a little while. Uh Uh-huh. And then he comes to the door and he's like, hey, do you want to come back to bed? Like, is everything okay? And she goes back to bed and she's like, this is where my ex-boyfriend would have like asked me a bunch of stupid questions or, you know, I would have just like blew him to shut him up or whatever. Right.
1: he doesn't do any of that. He just snuggles her again. Well, not that, because he wasn't even accepting blowjobs, apparently, in the last oh, yeah. however many months. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So she says, I like being here with you. And he squeezes her tighter. And then she says, can I tell you I love you even if I know I don't mean it all the way yet? And he's like, yeah, if you have that caveat, yeah. And she says, I love you. And he says, I love you, too. Oh, very sweet but like also like i don't know what they mean
0: (laughs) what is she
1: trying to say i love you but i don't like really mean it i don't i didn't quite get it but i thought it was very sweet
0: i think so too what i got from it was like she's not sure that she like capital l is romantically in love with him but she's feeling so many intense feelings that the only thing she can approximate it to is capital l romantic love you know what i mean yeah yeah so, I mean, what we've, in, throughout his inner monologue, we haven't really said it, but he's been dropping a lot of hints that, like, there are things he can't tell her, too, mm-hmm. which is his really, really strong feelings for her. So, I don't know. This is so sweet. Yes. Anyway, um, so Sunday they wake up and uh, they just, like, decide to have kind of a lazy day.
1: Wait, no, it's after this where they have sex and he doesn't, like, let her finish. Yeah. I, I thought know. you'd have a lot to say about that. I do. No? Okay. No, I right. do. That's yeah, we're going to there now.
0: Oh no, I thought it was right after that. It was the next day? Yeah, it was the next day. So Oh, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, because they spend the whole day hanging out and like not having sex. And he checks in with her and he's like, do you still want to submit to me this week? And she's like, yes, I do. So he tells her that the game plan is like we're going to finish out the week or the weekend. Right. And then Monday, we're going to spend the day together, go down to town, get all the like the box of fun stuff that we ordered. And he asks her for a safe word. And then he's like, listen, I... I'm realizing some things about myself, and that is Mm -hmm. that I really, really like being with you, and I am not used to you mouthing off. I'm used to having, like, a submissive who knows what's going on and who, like, lives that lifestyle. And so I really like you mouthing off, but I also know that you need to be punished for it, and I think I've figured out something that isn't, like, a backhanded punishment for myself, too. Right. Right. Yeah. So, th- so go ahead. <laughs>
1: wait. Wait. What do you mean? Go ahead. Oh, I thought you were gonna talk about it. I thought you. here I. I didn't have much of a problem with it. But I. Every time in the past when somebody hasn't let somebody else have an orgasm, you have gone into like a mindless rage.
0: And so <laughs>
1: I just kind of assumed that you were gonna go into like a mindless rage. Yeah, Is no, that I, not the case?
0: No. I think this. I think this hero broke me.
1: i think your only hard limit is not having an orgasm is that not is that not the case um
0: yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, I have other hard limits. Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> well, he's kind of... She's like, are we going to finish? And he's like, we are finished. I'm going to bed. And she's like, no, we're not finished. And he's just kind of like tough cookies. And he's like, <laughs> And like very smugly yeah. goes to sleep.
0: Well, because he... So he like goes down her for a little while. And then he's like flip over. And then he uses her juices as lubricant to masturbate. Right. And comes all over her back and then she's like oh okay so now it's my turn right and he's like nah (laughs) right and she's like begging him Uh uh-huh and he just says uh he says i got you um he licks the side of my mouth just hold tight and yeah no he just doesn't (laughs) it's over it's over yeah it's over yeah, and then he keeps on whispering soon, which I think I would uh-huh. lose my mind about. Like,
1: absolutely <laughs> right. really lose my mind. Like, when is soon? You yeah. know? I need to know the time of day that this is going to finish up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the next day, we have they go out into the forest. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the next day? Okay, so I, they. No, well,
0: n- no. Wait. Oh, okay. Is this the climactic forest scene you're talking yes, about? I believe no. so. Yes. We oh, have what to have the climactic bondage sex first. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 Okay. Yeah. So they go down into town and they get their box of goodies and right. they spend the whole day together and it's really fucking sweet. And then they come back up to the house and he unpacks everything. They're going through all the toys. He's explaining everything that he purchased. I don't know. So he chooses. What does he choose? He
1: chooses the rope, ball gag, rope, and the ball flogger, gag. and the butt plug. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then she has the flogger? No, she has the butt plug. He does rope, ball gag, yes. flogger. And then she puts a metal, a huge metal butt plug with a jewel on the bottom Yeah, and adds it to the stack, kind of like demurely like, mm, pop, maybe. And then... um. He's like, have you ever had yeah. one of these in before? And she's like, no. But like, clearly she's done anal before because she says right. earlier in the th- like she's very cool with anal. Um, and you would think if it was her first time, she would have said something about that in the limits discussion. Especially considering his monster cock. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, he's like, why don't we back it up on the huge metal one with the jewel on the bottom and try this smaller silicone one? And um. She's like, "Why'd you even buy it?" And he's like, "Because I thought it would look nice in your butt." <laughs> yeah, I thought we'd both
0: really like seeing a jewel come out of your asshole.
1: It's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah.
0: wait, I'm sorry. We do have to back up. I skipped one part that I have to say out loud. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. When they're at dinner, they're eating, and um, they're like, "Oh, tits out dinner." Oh yes, yeah, so they they. It was a tits out dinner. No, no. So she's talking about Sarah, and she's like, "Oh, because they run into Sarah." And she and and Sarah make like very polite girl meanness at each other. Like it's very much the we're not saying anything mean. And yet we both know that neither of us are okay with each other kind of situation. Right. Anyway, so he's like, ah, that was kind of weird. Like what happened back there? So they're talking about that. And then she goes, no, I know it's none of my business per se, but I don't like what she did to you. You might right. only be mine for a limited time, but you're still mine and you don't fuck with what's mine. She says with a little shake of her head um, and he just switches the subject and he goes, you need a moment with the menu, I ask? <laughs> yeah, give me a sec. She flips it over, unzips her jacket, and then she pulls her shirt up and pulls her tits out of her bra. Okay, let's see. How's the BLT? <laughs> I know she's leaving at the end of the week, but in that moment, I want to marry Aww. Claudia Deja Cade. <laughs> It's amazing. Okay, so anyway, yeah. back to the climactic bondage sex. So yes. he's got like hooks rigged up to his cabin from from when he and um, Sarah were living together. So he's been like, you know, testing them to make sure they're still sturdy. He has her go take a shower. And mm-hmm. when he goes in there, he starts explaining to her what's going to happen. And she's really quiet and she's pretty subdued. And he's like... I know that there's a lot going on in her head right now, and frankly, that's good. I'm not going to try to pull her out of it. And uh-huh. then he leads her back into the main, main—I almost said the main cave area. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know where your mind is. <laughs> I
0: know, right? Um, he leads her back into like the the main area, and um, he starts explaining to her how he's going to tie her up. He ties her up so that her arms are up, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, they're either up or out, but they're like up out. You know what I mean? Like a Y. -hmm. And then he has the flogger. He pretty much immediately puts in the butt plug. Yeah. And there's, oh my God, and then the ball gag. I forgot about the ball gag. Yeah. And this is where he like ushers her through. And he's like, okay, so I know you've never done this before. Don't try to swallow. You're going to drool everywhere. It's totally fine. It's the normal thing that happens. Like, do not fight that. Otherwise, it's not going to be comfortable. Right. And he tells her, since she has the blogging, how she can indicate that he should stop if anything needs to. Right. Yeah. And then he does some pretty good flogging. And doesn't yes. she come just from the flogging? I think so, yeah. I think so too, which I don't think I've ever encountered in a romance novel, but it's nice. it certainly worked for me.
1: Yes. And then, well, and then after he does all the aftercare, he massages her head to toe, he wraps <sighs> her up oh. in like a
0: little burrito. Wait, what? I'm sorry. The second time she comes is because they, he actually, before this, she had been saying, in her head, like, I don't want to use condoms anymore. And he picks mm-hmm. up on that. And he's like, you don't want me to use the condom? And she's like, yeah, but, like, not in the stupid way. Because they're having vaginal right, sex. Right, right, right. And so this time, he he has anal with her. Right. And I don't think he uses a condom. But, like, that's already been discussed. Anyway. Yes. It's really super good. And then afterwards, yeah, he also bought some massage oil. Yes
1: all the way to her fingers and her toes he massages her and then the and then after that she feels a little weird like she's coming down off of something like the next day she's just feeling a little off like and he's just kind of giving her her space well during mm-hmm. aftercare she's sobbing
0: right and then he explains subspace to her that like she went she went to a deep like psychological you know space and so she's coming off of that and then I forget, oh, fuck, what's it called? I want to say it was like Sub Drop or something Yes, like that. Sub Drop. That's exactly yeah. it. So the next day, well, it's kind of like, um, you know, after you get drunk or like maybe after you do Molly or something, yeah. it's very similar. It's like all it's your sort serotonin is like wiped out. Yeah yeah. 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 So I can't even, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm so upset that I didn't take notes on that scene. I was like reading it. So I was so riveted that I couldn't take notes. And now I feel like I, I didn't give them the full spectrum of how
1: good that bond scene was. No, that's fine. Was. But it was really good. It was good. Um, man. And then he takes care of her. And then the next day, she's just feeling a little bit like the sub drop thing. Mm-hmm. And they go out to the woods on a little hike. Yeah. And the first thing that happens is she sees a couple, uh, an Asian man and a black woman. They kind of give them advice on like where to go and stuff and it makes her feel a little bit uneasy. I don't know if it's because she saw somebody who reminded her of herself and she was thinking about herself when she was walking out here and the killer attacked her. I don't know if it's because they encountered another person out there and she didn't I think expect it, to.
0: Yeah, I think it was just that she remembered that other people could be there, you yeah, know, like just, in that area.
1: The author took care to say that they ran into another black woman. That's why I thought maybe maybe there's like some kind of significance to that. Like she was like, Oh, you know, there's another woman out here that's like
0: oh, no defensive. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Maybe she saw herself in her in some way. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it throws her off. And then they take some pictures and stuff and cause he's a photographer for the photos service. And then he's like, Hey, after this walks away. And so he starts taking pictures of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he says, Hey, after this, I want to have sex with you up against that tree. And she's like, Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That sounds great. Mm -hmm. But when it actually comes to it, they're having sex against the tree, and she just starts having a full scale panic attack because she's out in the woods.
0: And she can't stop looking at his gun. Yeah. His gun is leaning up against a tree.
1: Yes. The gun is far away. She knows she's she's like, we're vulnerable. Yeah. And she's just like, stop, stop, stop. I can't. Of course, he stops immediately. And she's like, I need you to have your gun in your hands. Like, I just need to stop right now. And like, Mm -hmm. she has a full scale freak out.
0: And then she starts sprinting back to the house. Yeah. It's a full run. And so he is, you know, I mean, he's beside himself. He's like, what the fuck just happened? You know, how can we take care of this? And once she gets back to the house, she's within his Wi-Fi range and so her cell phone rings, right? And right. Liz calls.
1: Right. Well, Liz has been texting her off the hook. Yes. Bzz, 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 bzz. Yes. And it's because she got this like crazy great job. She had left her job as a fashion merchandiser for one place and I guess Liz ran into like some famous fashion person and mentioned that Claudia had left her job and famous fashion person was like, Ooh, I want to snatch her up. Mm-hmm.
0: So Liz is like, be by your phone. Cause I think this lady's going to call like now. Mm-hmm. So then Shep comes up and he's got this weird look in his face. Cause he's trying to figure out what happened and he can't talk to her. And then her phone rings and she gets offered basically the job of her dreams at this new place. And the lady's like, "Listen, I want to give you this job, but I need you. In, I like, I need you back here tomorrow." Yeah. And so it happens immediately. She's like, "I'm gonna um, patch you over to my assistant. She's gonna take care of your travel arrangements. Like, let's make this happen." So she gets off the phone and doesn't know how to tell him any of this.
1: Yeah, and they just get in a big old fight. It really feels real from both sides, but it's hard to read. Yeah.
0: Well, because he's like trying to figure out what's going on and he's talking to her about outside and she's like, she can't really even explain what happened outside. Right. And then she's like, hey, P.S., I have to go. And so I have to cut her a week short.
1: But she also says, she's like, I've got to go to take this big job. But like, also, why haven't you asked me to stay? And he's like, what What the hell are you talking about? Like, she's just in this total irrational place.
0: Yeah. And what I love about her is that every time she's there, she's like, and the next thing I want to say out loud is completely selfish, selfish and irrational and not OK. So I'm trying not to say it. And, right. uh, and that that's when she's like, why, why aren't you upset about this? Why aren't you asking me to stay? And he's like, oh, you know, like. It's sort of a situation where he's like, and where was your phone number on the letter that you wrote me? like right, you didn't exactly what would happen if I said please stay? you would just tell me no, this is my dream job like no of course I'm not gonna ask you to stay right yeah so then he goes off and
1: <sighs> man, it's so good and he ends he goes off on this thing of like, hey, that guy's dead. That Mm -hmm. tried to kill you and your brother and you still don't feel safe with me. You want me to have a gun in my hand all the time. Like, I'm not always going to have a gun in my hand all the time. Like, you need to work through this. And he ends this whole monologue by telling her that he loves her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He says that he's trying to work through this retroactive bloodlust that he has because he knows he would do it again. He says, I'd kill anyone who tried to hurt you, but you still don't feel safe with me. And she's like, that's not it. And then she goes, you're off the hook. Like, you saved my life. You're off the hook. And he says, he shouts, I love you. Right. And my chest feels like it snaps so hard. My mouth clamps shut. And then he goes, I love you, he says again. And that's not your fault. That's all on me. Yeah. But it's true. And I am definitely on the hook. Oh.
1: Yeah. So, so then then she leaves they go to the airport oh, and she just texts him, hey, I'm taking my plane's taking off. And then that's it. And when he's thinking about it, he says he doesn't hear from her again. And he thinks my dick isn't a magic wand. This is what we always talk about in these books. Yes. Of like somebody has a psychological issue and then all of a sudden there's a magic penis that solves their psychology problem. Right. And I was really worried that was going to happen in Me this too. book. Mm -hmm. but then he thinks to himself my dick isn't a magic wand i wasn't going to save her i wasn't going to heal her with my kisses or however much i decided to jizz all over her back and i sure as fuck wasn't gonna fix myself and as crude as that paragraph is god it's just perfect it's also very insightful and very sweet yeah yeah so it's it's months um right before he hears from her again
0: It's like four months, I think, and we see both of them like coping a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, he makes up with Maybell and Jad,
1: and it's really good. Like that's a really good section too. Yeah, she also talks to Liz. Liz, kind of the friend, she kind of tells her to go out there after really talking it through, going through all the details with her.
0: Yeah, and like all the pictures of them together, like their beautiful selfies, and yeah,
1: it's so sweet. And
0: then it still doesn't happen for a really long time because our girl needs to get her ducks in a row. Yes. And so it says the morning of the third Saturday in December, I get a phone call and it's Connie once again from the diner. God bless Connie. Connie knows everyone. Connie knows all.
1: Anyway, yeah. Claudia's back. So he's like, what the fuck could she possibly be doing here? And then she he realizes, oh, she's definitely pregnant. That's what happened. Yeah. She's pregnant, and that's why she's back. So, like, when he walks into the diner and she's standing there looking, by the way, fierce, full-face makeup, new manicure, total designer Gucci, everything, now that she's, like, famous fashion person. Uh Uh-huh. And the first thing he says is, like, what, are you pregnant? What's going on? Well, yeah, because he's
0: pissed. And he's, I mean, like, I get that. And he's, like, Mr. Cranky Pants anyway. Like, on a good day, he's Mr. Gruff Cranky Pants. Right. So, Anyway, she takes him back to their booth and I, God, I love them because she's like, hey, I have a plan. This is my plan. I want to be with you. I realized that while I was getting my shit together and getting this new job, I want to be with you for real. And he sort of reacts in this really angry way. And she goes, what do I need to get my tits out? Like, will that be better if we have this conversation in our booth with my tits out? And he's like, Jesus, God, no, you keep, you put those tits, you keep them. I got to be able to think
1: (laughs) straight. It's so cute. Yeah, stop it with your tits out.
0: (laughs) Um. (sighs) Yeah. And so she is just like, listen, I already told my job that we're getting married. We don't actually have to do that. But like, I was just making sure they knew I was serious about this. Right. She sets it up so that she can do two weeks in the office and then two weeks remote out in their beautiful sex cabin. And she's like, I really want to build a life with you. And also I'm not, I don't want to have kids right now, but if you're open to it, I think you would be an amazing stay at home dad Uh in four or five years. And he's just like, just like scowling at her. And this keeps going and going and going. And then finally he just gets up and he goes to the front door and Then he pauses and she's like, obviously crying in the booth or like just about to cry or something. He pauses and she turns around and he goes, what are you coming or not?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, great.
0: Yeah. And the book, pretty much. yeah, it ends with him going, I can't believe you think that I would, uh, I've got protein and carbs up at my house. I don't know why Mm -hmm. I would wait more hours to fuck my future wife. Like we should just (laughs) go do that now.
1: I should it just oh. reminded me the end of this book, uh, trigger warning, scar kissing. And I think I'm the only one that needs that trigger <laughs> warning. <laughs> there is scar kissing in this book. Um, for anyone out there who may need to know that, because scar kissing grosses me out, as you know we what? learned in um breast cancer survivor and the beast. What was the actual name of that book? It, that's that was it. <laughs> it was no, it was that it was, was uh, Christmas on Crimson, on Crimson Mountain. Mountain. On Crimson Mountain, yes, yes. Underrated episode, you guys. I think our least listened to episode, which is a shame because it's one of my favorites. It is an underrated episode. Yeah. Oh, that bitch chopping vegetables or like <laughs> letting those kids chop those vegetables. All that child that neglect. Book. I can't. Oh, God, so funny. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh man, Aaron. Yes. I loved this thing. I Start did too. To I did too. I loved it. I loved that it started I out happen- with the Girls it and then chapter it got sexy. chapter four to finish.
1: <laughs> chapter four to finish. I loved it. Yeah, I know. <sighs> oh, man. I love oh, it hi. even then because
0: you know I'm a sucker for some serial killers. You know it. Ugh. Oof.
1: I know. Oof. All right, Aaron, what's your lady love this week? Do you remember when my lady love was the terrible Canadian film Little Italy starring yes, Hayden Christensen? I watched Christensen? It. Did I tell you that? Did
0: you watch it? Yeah, no. we should do a
1: Patreon. Yeah. Oh God, yes. Um, that could maybe get cold to be a patron. Probably not. Ooh. Um, so it was recommended to me as a terrible movie by Cole, and I recommended on the podcast. I don't think anyone listened to it because I or uh, watched it because I feel like um people there would only be do a cult things thread. when like you say to do this? Oh, stop so, it <laughs> no it's not that i'm bitter it's that like i'm having that emotion of like when your friend bitterness? gets validation for something or like gets an award <laughs> or something like that and then like you don't and you have like an intense reaction of like like jealousy and bitterness and no, it's not, it's not bitterness, but it's more like just, like, <laughs> feeling left out and, like, angry about, like, being angry that your friend has something you don't. Like, that's what I feel. Mm. Not bitter. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I listened to, Cole told me that they had a How Did This Get Made episode about it. Ooh. And I had never listened to that podcast before, even though you, I've heard tons and tons about it. Same. But, um And actually, our podcast has been compared to being in the same kind of, like, family or feel as that one. Oh. Even though, like, they're just talking about terrible things and, like, nagging on everything, but it's kind of a similar vibe, I think. Sure, sure. Did sure. you know that... Um, June Diane Raphael of Gracie and Frankie Mm-mm-mm. fame, Mm-mm. yeah, is, is on that podcast. To the guy with a gap tooth, yeah, because well, it's not yeah. that. I didn't know she was on that podcast. I knew Paul Shear was, but I didn't know that she was too. Yeah, it's a it's um, a um it's a little husband wife uh dream team
0: project with like, no like a bunch of other
1: people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they did one about Little Italy. It is hilarious. So if you did go out and watch that movie after I said to um listen to that podcast and then immediately listen to the one about From Justin to Kelly, another one of my very favorite terrible movies, and Ooh. then immediately go listen to the one about Speed 2 Cruise Control, which is another one of my very favorite mm-hmm. terrible movies. Did you know that there wasn't a script for Speed 2 Cruise Control? It was I just didn't all know that. improv? That's nuts. <laughs> No wonder it was terrible It's in imp- anyway I mean, that's amazing. all right that's my lady love I've had a lot of fun listening to uh those three episodes of that podcast
0: Nice nice all right, what's yours I have I have two one is beware of psychic vampires no what yep okay nope so. I, you know, I'm a big fan of the of last podcast on the left. I love those yes. dudes. Oh, I haven't listened to that episode yet. Psychic they vampires. Just, yeah. they. This week was psychic vampires. And normally I am like, I am like a straight up heavy hitters person for that, that podcast. Like there's yeah. a lot of times that I'm like, I don't want a cryptid. Don't tell me about the UFOs. I don't give I a don't shit. I don't care
1: about a UFO. Yeah. I don't.
0: Just like, tell me about the beheadings, you know, and yes. like. Those sorts of things, but this was an awesome episode, and it immediately made me think of like three people that I'm no longer friends with (laughs) and/or am trying to
1: extricate from like whatever. Psychic vampires?
0: Yes, because here's the thing: psychic vampires are. I personally think that the most dangerous psychic vampires are the ones who don't know they're psychic vampires because if you do know and you like that's how you operate then there's some like burden to get consent and like have a have an energy partner if you will you know what i mean to feed off of sure whereas unknowing psychic vampires are just a an energy suck on anyone they come in contact with because they don't know they're doing it so my lady love is <laughs> if you have a psychic vampire in your life You just got to cut that shit right out, especially if you're in a close, personal relationship with them. It's never going to get better. Okay? Well- There's just not, you can't, you can't get, that's not a fixable thing. Can I
1: have a counter, lady love, to piggyback off of yours? I I guess counter is So is it a counter or is it a piggyback, It's not a counter. It's a piggyback. (laughs) It's okay. like it's like little Bran riding up on Hodor's back. Sorry, it's just that Cole and I just talked about if you had sex with Hodor, <laughs> would Bran be on his back or not? Listen, <laughs> it's a great Patreon episode. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Cole said that he'd be on Hodor's back giving him <laughs> snacks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the TV show version of what we do in the shadows, the vampire show with Jermaine Clement and mm-hmm. um, uh, Taika Waititi. Yeah the tv show version added a psychic vampire character (gasps) oh so there are three regular vampires and then a psychic vampire whose name i can't remember but he just like sits in he just like works in an office job and he's like totally normal and he just like walks around the office with a cup of coffee like being like hey um what's what's going on with you
0: yeah. Wednesday.
1: Wednesday am I right? You know, and then like as he walks away for like the person just like slowly like turns into a C-shaped just person and like goes down on their desk. Yeah, and then his like eyes gleam blue as he walks away. Yeah. He is hilarious. <laughs> like it, yeah, that's he's like the star of the show hands down, so I uh highly recommend that show and that psychic vampire and at least get to episode 3 where they go to a town council meeting. It's one of the funniest things I've seen on television recently.
0: <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay, and then
1: my second right. lady love oh. is <laughs> The full a little Lady ne- Love episode, my friends.
0: <laughs> it's a love fest up in here. It is. Okay, it is the Netflix movie Someone Great. Okay? Mm-hmm. It is incredible. It is just the pinnacle, I think, of lady love. It's all about Okay, so first of all, let me let me set the talent scene for you, shall I? Gina Rodriguez is is like the main star chick. You know, I like a Jane. She's she I think like in real life she might be the most charming person
1: on the planet. Like she's really. She's badass too. Like she does like kickboxing and yes. shit. Yes. She's Ugh. amazing and
0: she's always like let's let's lift up other Latina women. Like she's just incredible. So I love her. Like already the charm level is at the peak, I think. And then all of a sudden you get you a Brittany Snow and a DeWanda Wise. And like, mm. I don't even know how. So those are the three ladies who are BFFs. And Gina Rodriguez's character is going through a breakup and that's like what she's navigating the whole time. So there's also like these snippets of meet cute and snippets of like flashbacks of falling in love, which is really nice. It's not a romance. Do not go there for romance. It's about a breakup. But you get Like those really beautiful, fun, down to earth, like relationship moments as well as just three hot mess friends doing a bunch of Molly and a bunch of like uh, uh, alcohols all over the place and just trying to have one last hurrah before everything changes. And it is incredible. The movie is called Someone Great on Netflix and you need to get there immediately.
1: Anyway, so that's that's my lady love. Those are my lady loves. All right, guys. Four lady loves, one episode. <laughs> I haven't spoiled. Um, you yep. can find us on Instagram, at Heaving Bosoms, on Twitter, at Heaving underscore Bosoms, on Facebook, at backslash Facebook.com slash, there we go, <laughs> Heaving Bosoms podcast. The exclusive, closed Facebook group that almost has a thousand members and all of them wonderful so yeah. far, bitches. Be cool. They're all great yeah, right now. Be no cool. one shitty come in there, okay? Because everybody loves everyone right now. That's right. Um, is the heaving bosoms geriatric friendship cult free, except for all your possessions? And yes. what else? We have a Patreon, Patreon slash Heaving Bosoms. Uh huh. Um, for only five dollars a month, you can listen to all those great Patreon bonus episodes. It includes me and Cole talking about who and who can and who cannot get it in game of thrones um and the fever dream from yeah what you call it fires of winter
0: us performing
1: the fever dream one woman show <laughs> two woman show uh-huh what some, was the one uh, and some tinglers we've got a uh, bitcoin in my butt and he's handsome coming up uh yeah. good stuff and we also have merch at Redbubble. You can get a mug. You can get a T-shirt. You can get an it's on TM T-shirt. You can get a Bing Boom Bong T-shirt. You can get a Logistics with Aaron T-shirt or a TMI with Melody. They're all or great. Or a pouch, a nice pencil case. Who knows? A Who knows? tote. A, yes. a leggings. A really anything you can think about. A clock. I don't. A scarf. We haven't sold a clock yet. No. Get a clock. Sure. Get you a clock. <laughs> 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 sure. All right.
0: All right, Aaron.
1: Keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love tits out for breakfast. (laughs) Tell yeah. And we do. And we do. All right. All
0: right. Love you, Tons. See you now. Bye. Hey you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes. We are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas. Okay, back to the show.